0: Welcome to the Let's Get Down to Business podcast, hosted by myself, Daniel Jackson, a qualified mortgage and protection advisor for Jackson Financial Solutions. Join me on this podcast journey where I will share with you regular mortgage and insurance tips. Plus, as an additional bonus, I'll be interviewing inspiring guests, both from inside and outside of the industry, who are likely to talk and share openly about their business. So, without further ado, I'm Daniel Jackson, and let's get down to business. Firstly, a huge thank you for joining me on this very first episode of Let's Get Down to Business podcast. It is my first podcast, so do take it easy on myself, but I hope I can provide you with some form of inspiration, intrigue, and hopefully you'll take something new from the podcast, whether it be from you know myself or the upcoming guests that are gonna be on the platform. So, in this very first episode, I'd like to share my personal story with you. So, my journey from stacking a shelf at Tesco to running my own mortgage and insurance firm. So, I bet you're wondering, you know, how have I gone from stacking shelves to running my own mortgage company? Well, let me break it down for you. It's not going to be a long-winded story, so I'll keep it brief and keep it as concise as possible. But so allow me to take you back to the year 2004, so nearly 20 years ago when I was 18 years of age. I'd come out of college with a couple of A-levels only and the natural thing were was to progress to university. So I got the grades to enable me to do media and business studies at university and I lasted only one day. So I left for personal reasons and came back home to my hometown of Burnley to live with my mum. But to my surprise, my mum later decided that she wanted to move down south to be closer to her friends. So I either had the choice of either moving with her or pursuing a career back home in Burnley. And guess what I chose? I chose to stay in Burnley to be near my friends. But with that, at 18 years of age, I had to pursue a full time job and also, you know, somewhere to live. So I had to pay some rent somewhere. So my first full-time job was at Tesco Superstore in Burnley. I think the job role was called a customer service assistant, if you will. But basically all I did was was stacking shelves in in the non-food department. I had a great time there, to be honest. But I remember one day just thinking to myself while stacking some electrical goods, what am I doing with my life I don't know what came over me but that just happened so I took myself off after a shift and started to inquire about university courses but only two or three evenings a week that was beneficial to me and be closer to home etc and luckily St Mary's College who were in conjunction with Liverpool Hope University that I did leave after one day uh, offered a media and business course for the next three years so that was a godsend, really. I wanted to achieve something. So after three years hard graft, I managed to qualify, get a two-one degree in media and business studies while still working full time at Tesco. And that gave me the incentive to move on to my next chapter. So I started to work in financial services. So at the beginning of 2009, I think it was, I joined Santander, which was formerly... Abbey or Abbey National at the time. I nearly did 10 years service there. So I moved up the ranks in terms of a customer service advisor, then moved on to personal advisor. So during the latter years of working at Santander, I wanted to progress to the next step. So normally in personal banker terms, you could either move on to be you know, a mortgage advisor, a financial advisor, or even a branch manager. But the mortgage advisor route was something I wanted to go down. So there was the option to uh, study my CMAP qualifications, which is what is required to provide mortgage and insurance advice. So I was assured of a guaranteed role within Santander to become a mortgage advisor, but things didn't turn out as planned and I'll, I'll tell you why shortly. There seemed to be a lot of changes going on within Santander in terms of redundancies, people losing their jobs and particularly in the mortgage and financial world they were starting to cut members of staff so therefore there wasn't a position for me moving forward so I thought what do I do next? So despite the knockbacks, I still managed to achieve the CMAP qualifications behind the scenes. So I was studying a lot on lunch breaks, at home, during the evenings, whenever I could get some spare time to do it. And I qualified within a six month period, but I was still working for Santander and still trying to figure out what to do next. So during that period of time with everything going on my first son was born and I had a lot of time off to look after him so it was very difficult combining parenting as a first time father and studying for my CMAP qualification whilst in the background wondering what I wanted to do with my career and then I came to a decision. So my final decision was to resign from Santander as I wasn't provided with the opportunities really to progress within the industry. But also I was given a once in a lifetime opportunity to go self-employed as a mortgage and protection advisor for a company called Peer Financial Solutions and become an appointed representative of Openwork. In all honesty, I absolutely love my time at Santander. I made so many good friends, work colleagues over the past nine or 10 years that I was there. The customer base was exceptional wherever I worked across Lancashire. Uh, and I miss the guys, if I'm honest. You know, in another life, I'd have probably progressed into that uh, mortgage or financial advice uh, position, uh, but it just weren't to be. But I have fond memories there. And, you know, I've brought a lot of my customer service um, skills, if you can call it that, across to the business that I'm currently running. So I'm, I'm forever grateful that I got that opportunity at Santander when I was advising all those years ago. So I became self-employed, as I mentioned, at the beginning of 2019. And my gosh... That could have been the worst decision of my life. And I'll I'll tell you why. I'm going to be open and honest with you in this podcast. So for the first six months to a year, I personally struggled as a self-employed business owner. If I'd have changed things differently, or if I'd have started again, let's say, I'd have probably put some money aside to start afresh whilst I was building up my clientele. You know, I had... Many difficulties generating leads from scratch. I couldn't take my customers from Santander with me all at once. I had confidence issues when networking. I'd never even heard of networking before until I went self-employed. So I went to meet different business owners at different networking events. But my confidence just was not there and I struggled. And with that came self-doubt. Basically, in my head, thinking, can I do this anymore? Am I worthwhile being in a self-employed position? I have a young family. Can I do it anymore? That's all I was questioning. But I'll tell you what, from there, it was all about basically getting my arse into gear and delivering that positive mindset to say, you know what, you can do anything you put your mind to. And this is where we are today. So I am now currently in my fifth year of being a self-employed business owner in the mortgage and insurance industry. And I feel at my most confident and I'm ready to go. I've built up a good clientele, but I'd like to build more. So in summary, yes, it has taken a long time really to get to the stage where I'm at, you know, nearly twenty years from when I was a, a young lad stacking shelves at Tesco, not really knowing what he wanted to do with his life or career. And and here we are today, you know, running my own mortgage and insurance company and I absolutely love it. My only regret probably is that I didn't start this sooner, really. I spent really a lot of my twenties enjoying myself which is which is absolutely fine but there was a lot of partying going on a lot of nights out and maybe I wasted some years doing that but maybe I've become a late comer into the industry who knows better late than never they say so I hope this has given you a brief insight into to who I am who I represent etc Obviously I can't go through everything in terms of hobbies. We could be here all all day really. Uh, But yeah, I thought I'd keep things as brief as possible really from someone that doesn't like to talk about myself too much. So to finish up, I hope this provides you with some sort of inspiration in, in your career, your life, and ultimately with your mortgage and insurances as well please feel free to visit our website that is in the links and comment section. That'll give you a bit more of into insight into the products and services that we provide. But in later episodes, I'm going to give you some mortgage hints and tips and, and advice and guidance along the way. So you may be a first-time buyer, you may be moving home, or you may be just wanting to review your existing mortgages that you've got in place at the moment. If you did enjoy this episode, please share, subscribe, or leave a rating or review, as this will be hugely appreciated. Let's keep supporting each other, and remember, let's get down to business.